Welcome to the Social Pod, a podcast brought to you by Socknet 98, a network of universities sharing the common interest for social work in an international perspective. In our episodes, you will hear from students around the world studying social work and interviews and lectures from our international university weeks. Yeah. Right. And now I'm here, we're sitting in uh, Los Angeles, it's uh, in Long Beach, California, and uh, we are three former master grade students, master students, yeah. That? yeah, masters of social work students. Masters yeah. of social work. We are two Norwegian people there, and one, what, what, what do you say? You're... I'm American. You're American, yes. yeah. And uh, just to introduce yourself for this episode, my name is uh, Steiner Wikolt. And uh, besides me, I got... Trine Ask. Yeah. And? And oh, I need an accent, too. Um, <laughs> I don't have one. I'm Jeff Stone. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason why... Uh, the, uh, not the reason why we're sitting here right now, it's uh, because we're making this, social, uh, this podcast on the, the social pod. But uh, the reason that we know each other is that we have something in common. We were master students. Two of us, me and Trina, we were master students in Norway. And you, Jeff, you're a master student from... It was from California State University, mm. Dominguez Hills. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and what brought together, uh, us together what that, was that you two guys uh, met uh, in international exchange. Right. So me and Jeff, we both applied to join the same project. So I went here for an exchange period for three weeks and Jeff came to Norway for two weeks right. to do yeah. field work for our master thesis. Oh, yeah. Mm. And Jeff, uh, what, what, was, what was the reason for you to travel? Um, well, they had they kind of did it in the form of a competition for our our program that I belong to, and they they wanted us to apply um, our study towards. They told us it was going to be Norway, so how could we oh, adapt yeah. our study to include the country of Norway? So they wanted a little background on what our what we wanted to study, and then what how we were going to relate that, and then they picked the top three that they thought you know worked the best. Okay. Um, yeah. Were there a lot of students wanting to go? I, I don't know how many ended up applying, but yeah, there were several that applied. I know there was a few very upset people that didn't make it. So I, I heard from a few of those, but, um, overall everybody was really supportive and it was nice. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Trina, why Mm. did you go abroad? I always go abroad if I can. (laughs) You're one of those people that that always always Yeah. And and you got an opportunity to travel? Mm, yes. So first, uh, Jeff and the other two students came, came to see us in Norway. And that really started the whole project. And I um, got to see a bit of Norway through their eyes. And I figured, oh, so when I go to Long Beach to do my field work, uh, it was really nice to have that experience, how it was like hosting them and hearing their views on our society and how we do social work. Yeah. So that was a really good kickoff for me. So that I had that experience before I got to come here and do yeah. my field work. And and um, I'm sorry, I actually stayed with Trini too. Mm, I yeah. stayed with her and her family. Yeah. Yeah, in our house. Yep. Yeah. Mm, great guest. Aww, <laughs> great host. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so that's the reason why you two actually met, mm. and uh, I did not travel. No, no, but you met Norway as well, and I was really curious about that because Jeff, uh, when you did your research, you interviewed Steiner. Could you tell me I, a little bit about that? Yes, yeah. yeah. So um, Steiner fit perfectly with what I was studying. I was um, I wanted to do a comparison of um, how we viewed our country viewed 
single fathers yeah. compared to Norway. So um, because of your parental past, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I was able to interview you and, and get a really good idea of um, our, just our conversation that we had. I don't, I don't even remember how long we spoke for, but it was like, I think it was a half hour or I think the, the, the interview the interview where, part where, it was uh, half an hour half an hour after the... that we just kept on talking because I was uh, also in the same class as Trina mm. but I w was not able to travel because I was a single parent and I, I didn't have that mindset like Trina has that yeah let's go out to uh, travel so but but uh, so, so I I was one of those students just like most students just doing the regular thing uh, staying at home but Jeff you interviewed me and then we started talking after that right so what i got from it was that i also got those international perspectives without actually traveling because you brought the international perspectives back to me because i also i remember when you interviewed me regarding all this uh, the, the topic uh, i was thinking why are you asking me this <laughs> and i was a little bit of, what, what what's the reasoning behind the different kind of questions why are you following up on certain topics and afterwards then we just started talking and comparing our backgrounds also Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that was so amazing for me, too, because I, I did have a preconceived idea of some of the differences. But I think until I had an actual conversation with someone, which was you, um, it really, you know, it confirmed some things, but it also introduced some other ideas that I didn't even think about oh, yeah. when we talked. Um, so, yeah, it was it was amazing. And then, like you said, we just we the conversation just naturally kept flowing afterwards. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it was, it was an amazing experience and, um, yeah. And I think I, I came back and the first thing before I even finished my whole study, but I, it gave me, it, it made the conclusion of my study so much easier. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Just being able to have that experience and, and, um, those conversations, it was kind of like the end of my study kind of wrote itself more oh, or yeah. less. Mm. Um, Yeah. And rumor even has it that you won a competition yeah. based on this interview. <laughs> yes, we have. Well, we have a we have a science poster competition for the entire campus, and so all the different departments submit. Um, it's a scientific poster. There's a kind of a, a specific size they have to be, and what you're supposed to generally include. I had no idea how to do one. I and it was a last minute thing, and so I threw it together. Um, <laughs> But just got my main ideas on there. Got it. I had to do it just in time to get it printed because you have to send away for it to be printed. And got it, I think, the the, the morning before um, the event. And then you end up, the judges and different people come to the fair and they ask you questions and they want to see what your um, your study is basically about. And then you don't really know who the judges are. So you don't know who your your you're telling um that's going to decide or not but uh anyway so yeah in a nutshell i ended up winning first place which wow. was amazing yeah it was cool. totally unexpected but <laughs> i just i was passionate about what i was studying and i think that's probably what what sealed it for me is it it came through that i was you know really passionate about the subject being a single father myself oh, yeah. and um yeah just really noticing the differences between the two countries and a lot of that, it just made me recognize so many biases that exist, especially here in this country in America. Okay. Yeah. So, but uh, just uh, thinking now, how many years ago that was? Four, five? Four years ago. Yeah, four, four years and ago. a half. Yeah. 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 
And if you fast forward until today, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Trina? Me first? Okay, so I'm a PhD student. Oh, yeah. I sort of got stuck in the university system. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. like it. I do love it. That's awesome. Mm. And you, Jeff, what are you doing? Yeah. So I went into social work right out of the gate um, with the idea to here you can, I don't know if it's similar there, but you can do your hours here. Um, you need to get uh, accumulate 3,000 hours of um, doing therapeutic work oh, yeah. um, under a person that has a license. And then once you do that, you can take a state test and then you become licensed. They call that an LCSW, licensed so, so clinical. The, yeah, so it means that you're licensed social worker. Right. So that way you can open your own private practice if you want to and you can accept insurance, you know, uh, medical insurance. Okay. But until you do that, you have to work under somebody else. Okay. So it limits you. Um, so my goal was to get the license. So I started right out in social work for a, a mental health agency, but quickly found that that wasn't what I wanted to do. Um, there was a lot of uh, aspects of it that I just wasn't happy. And I, I had actually gotten certificated to be able to work in the schools as a social worker slash counselor. Okay. So, um, and it actually, to me, what was important was lifestyle. Um, one of the problems here in the States is that, you know, most jobs, especially in social work, do not pay very well and you work a lot. You don't get very many holidays off. Um, so, but the one, one area where you can is working in the schools. So I knew I wanted to work in the school um, to get more of that lifestyle because you get your summers off and you get three oh, yeah. weeks for Christmas and a week <laughs> for Easter and all those different holidays. And then plus they actually pay better than social work jobs do. Okay. So um, that's soon after I decided I was going to forfeit working on my license hours and get a job in a school. So mm -hmm. I'm now working as a um, counselor at an elementary school. Oh, yeah. Great. So it's kindergarten through fifth grade. Yeah. Yeah. And me, myself, I, I'm also, like Trina, stuck in a, at the university, or stuck at the university. <laughs> <laughs> Just finished with a master's degree, and then I got uh, the opportunity to start working there and teaching there. And about two years ago, I got asked if I wanted the position of international coordinator for our institute. So that's the reason why we're here right now. That's amazing. <laughs> because, I didn't know that. Because the follow-up is why how has our international perspective or, or the thing that we did when we were at the master's level, how did that actually affect us later on in life? Be because that's the reason why I'm in my position or I said yes thanks to the opportunity to work as an international coordinator at the university. That was actually because of you, Jeff. Because of having that experience or, or just realizing that how much, uh, how much more the students can learn by both traveling outside of Norway, for example, but also how important it is for, for the other students coming to Norway to meet Norwegian students, because then you have internationalization at home. That's amazing. Yeah. It makes me, I'm actually very jealous because that's, that is something I would love to have done. Oh, yeah. um, I even mentioned that um, to many of the faculty at school that, you know, how I, I was kind of asking for advice or guidance or how can I, how can I make this international? Um, because I too, I mean, just the, what I gained from that experience and I've traveled before too, and I've, I've loved all of my experiences I've had in going to Europe. I've been a few times, but, um, yeah, I really, I wanted to know how I can incorporate 
social work into something international. Unfortunately, I didn't, I wasn't as fortunate as you were um, to find that connection, but yeah. I'm definitely, I'm open to that. So <laughs> hopefully something will show up at some point. But, but, but in your daily work right now, I, 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 what, what of that experience are you bringing into the work you're doing now? Oh gosh. Um, well, I think for just in general, uh, my my particular program at the school I went to, um, because of the population of the of the area and a lot of the, um, how can I say this? So the I'll say the school that I work at the the population of the students is fifty percent African American and fifty percent Latino. So um, I and you know and I am a Caucasian male that works um, you know with people that are not Caucasian. Oh yeah, and. Um, here it's we're especially in our program we're taught how important it is to understand different cultures mm -hmm. and to have um yeah to have a basic understanding of norms and um how to how i can best be of service but not um how can i say not um oh gosh i'm at a loss for words but how can I best be of service and not be some kind of a threat? I should probably oh, say, yeah, yeah okay. because it's, it's, you know, white males in particular are yeah. not the most accepted people. Um, you know, understandably so, you yeah. know, um, with certain cultures, um, because of the, I mean, this is a whole nother topic probably oh, for yeah. another <laughs> podcast, but, um, is, the the whole white privilege thing that that was primarily built by white males you know oh, yeah. it's really still in existence and so it's there's it's just very important to be aware of the systems of of um how certain cultures or certain ethnicities have not been treated fairly oh, yeah. and um and that, 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 that's, that's also one of the things that I remember from uh, when you guys were visiting us, talking about that topic you're talking about right now. Because in Nor back in Norway, we don't teach that. We don't hear about it. We don't right. think much about it. So that was also an extremely good experience for us uh, Norwegian students to hear you, what you were learning at school. Yeah, no. So it, and it was interesting to hear <laughs> your take on the subject as well and, and how it wasn't something that was really talked about. For us, it's very prevalent and it's, you know, a lot of people have seen what's been going on in the politics here in this country and especially ever since Trump, you know, was in office and there's just been a great divide. And now we're going through a big denial that there's any even uh, any racism that exists, you know, and, and a lot of us, you know, feel, you know, with all our heart that, yes, it's still true. It's it is still here. It's still prevalent. So I guess my point of what I was trying to make was just the idea in general of, of cultures in general, of, of how important it is to just have a basic understanding or be, or be open to that, to other cultures, ideas of how they do things um, and be respectful of that and be, be conscious of that when I'm working with other people um, that might be of a different ethnicity or race or culture. Um, so yeah, so that really affected me I, I mean i brought a lot of some of the differences i noticed going to norway um back with me and yeah i mean i have tons of stories with all of that but it just <laughs> I, it's like for another another time or 
But you, Trina, you're doing your PhD research right now. Uh, how has your experience in, in being a master student doing internationalization, how does that affect you now? Mm. So my PhD is in a PhD program called uh, Culture Studies. Oh, yeah. So I find uh, that my travel helps me to see things in a bigger perspective. And it also helps me become more aware of the home country norm. So that what we do in Norway is not how everyone does it. And yeah. to me, it just feels so natural. But then it's good to meet people from other countries, other places, to like, yeah, make make me realize that how we do it, five million people in Norway, is not how it's <laughs> done by everyone. <laughs> That's so funny mm-hmm. because uh, also yesterday we were, uh, we were talking to the bachelor degree students that is right now doing their... Um, what was it called? The practice placement? Mm, internship. Internship mm. here in Los Angeles. So we have a bachelor degree uh, social work students in uh, doing their internship here. And they were, uh, they were t- uh, telling me how much they actually learn about Norway being here. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, they, they were talking a lot about how they now, first now are reflecting on the system we have in Norway because you just take it for granted. Uh, what you have at home is just so natural. So, so, so they were talking so much about learning about the Norwegian welfare system, learning about the Norwegian child welfare services, learning about everything mm. by not being in Norway. Mm. Yeah, I, I can completely relate to that because it, it's... I. I, like I said, I went with certain expectations. Um, and so I expected to, I, I feel like my own personal viewpoints on life and how life works best. Um, I feel like are more in line with the ideas that I knew about Norway than they were here. But I did notice there were some things that I came back that made me appreciative of the United States and not, and I don't mean that as anything bad towards Norway at all. Because, I mean, I loved being in Norway and I, I can't wait to come back. But, um, yeah, it just made me aware of, I, I think that one thing that I that was shocking to me was the lack of diversity in Norway compared oh, yeah. to here. Mm-hmm. Um, I and didn't especially where that. you come, because you came to visit us in Porsgrunn. Yes. Yeah. So you would see more diversity if you went to Oslo or somewhere else. Yes, yeah. and and it's not that I didn't <laughs> see any of it. It's just was different. You know, here I live in complete diversity. Mm, yeah. I feel like, um, and it just and I think if anything, even though there's a lot of racism and there's a lot of non-acceptance, there still is a baseline of, a, it's very acceptable for cultures to experience their whatever that that means to be that culture. So when people come here to the United States. They tend to live in certain areas where a lot of people that belong to their culture are, and then they practice their norms from where they were from before. Oh yeah. Um, and I, yeah, it was just I think I'd had many conversations uh, with people there and with Trini, how I didn't see that as much. No. It seems like everyone kind of becomes Norwegian when oh, they're yeah, that's in Norway. True. That's right. <laughs> I, I told one of the, the the faculty staff that the same thing you're saying right now. I just told them yesterday. That's one of because now I'm experiencing the, the opposite way traveling here. I see that how the different kind of areas is connected to ethnicity, and we don't have that in in the general uh, publication in, in in Norway. Most of the time we are talking about yeah, you travel to Norway from another country, and now you're going to be Norwegian. 
Right. Yeah. Just as is yet. <laughs> yeah. No, I noticed that completely. Yeah. I, I think I even, I felt sometimes I should shut up and keep my, you know, I put my foot in my mouth sometimes when we were invited to some great places in Norway, like yeah. to, to um, speak to people that were in charge of, of making policies and things and um, for related to social work. And I just, I found certain things just so interesting and I couldn't believe that certain things were not being talked about. Oh, and yeah. so I would, what about this or what about, you know, and I think I even mentioned about that yeah, like, yeah. Um, because it did, it seemed like very quickly when, when other cultures or other people um, immigrated into Norway, there was this expectation of them quickly becoming Norwegian of learning yeah. the language. And, and um, I just, it, it made me be able to compare that to here. And I'm actually, kind of grateful that we're I like that we have a lot more emphasis on letting people keep their culture yeah uh, and and not just not just let that sounds horrible letting them but um, allowing that space yeah. for them to explore their culture and there's no you know like yes our country does make them do certain things they have to learn things about the country and stuff but in general um, it they're still free to speak their language and mm -hmm. um, and live in an area where they don't even have to speak English mm -hmm. the whole time if they don't want to. Okay. Um, anyway. Of course, one of the main differences uh, I, coming here makes me really appreciate the same, you know, the culture hubs everywhere. Uh, but in Norway, you don't really have the culture hubs. Uh, so if, if you are to get a job in Norway, you need to know the language. So I feel that we wouldn't really make uh, we wouldn't do people a favor if we said, no, no, sure, you don't need to learn the language. Whereas here, uh, I find it really cool that you could live in an uh, area, you can get a job within that area and continue speaking your language. Right. I think that's one of the main differences as well to how we approach mm. people uh, with a different language moving to our area or our country. Mm, yeah, and, and mm. I, I think that um, that was another thing that brings up a point for me that I also realized that it's very hard. I thought it would be easy to compare and contrast our countries, but I realized there's a lot of things that it's not fair to compare because it's your country is so small compared to oh, our yeah. country. We'll n probably never have the money per capita that your country has. Um, and there's a, it's just, there's a lot of things that get, cause it, to me, we're like each state is its own country here yeah. more or less. And we feel very different. Like Californians feel very different than people from other states. And, um, it's sad in a way, cause I, it would be nice that we were this United States, but unfortunately we're becoming less and less. So it oh, seems yeah. comparison is hard. Yes, oh, yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. Absolutely. It is. Yeah. Um, yeah, and also just uh, going going towards the end of the episode, uh, it might be uh, I don't know. It's not like hard research. It's not regarding being a social worker, but um, being friends actually on social media. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's one thing because Jeff, I, we are friends on social media, yes. and also with Trina, and, and just being updated, getting that network with people from around the globe. And me fo fo following your updates on what's happening in your life, what's happening. And that kind of gives me inputs on what's going on also then in the United States, what's going on in California. Uh, so you're getting connected and getting live updates. That's one of the great things about social media. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and I feel bad because I feel like we went off topic a bit. So I apologize. That's my oh, fault. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so thank you so much just for sharing your experiences uh, and um, yeah.
Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. This was awesome.